Crystal Chronicle, the podcast for and about Sailor Moon Crystal. And here are your hosts, Makwachan, Yotana, Seiya, Yata, and Ranma. Hello, and welcome to the Crystal Chronicles, a Sailor Moon podcast dedicated to all things Sailor Moon Crystal. On this podcast, we will discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the original anime and manga. You will get our opinions of the series, animation, voices, and anything else you could possibly think of that ties into the greatness that is Sailor Moon. I warn you now that we will be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episodes, don't complain to us. My name is Mako-chan, and with me for this podcast is a group of people just as obsessed as I am about Sailor Moon. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hi. Very nice. Why don't why doesn't everybody say hello and explain who you are? Let's let our special guest go first. Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. Ah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you said use alias here. All right. So I'm Elkrea. Um I'm filling in today, I guess. What else did you want me to say? How I got into the series? Yep. So I got into Sailor Moon in its original broadcast run in the U.S. back in, what was that, 95, September of 1995, because a friend of mine saw it, really liked it, thought I'd like it. Um, at that time, before school, before school, I used to just watch Carrot Top's Ahem Mayhem, which was an annoying as hell cartoon thing on Cartoon Network. Figured it had to be better than that first episode I saw, I thought it was kind of dumb, but I watched it again the second episode, and next thing you knew it, the next week, I had my hair in pigtails every day, and my teachers started calling me Serena. So, opinion changed rather quickly. <laughs> Wait, so they gave Carrot Top a cartoon? No, he hosted a cartoon show oh, okay. on Cartoon Network, okay. so there were stupid little skits that he did in between, like, Tom and Jerry and Bugs Bunny. I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. I'm glad Sailor Moon was on at the same time because it's what got me into it. <laughs> hey, welcome to the fandom. Twenty some years later. <laughs> Actually, I guess that was only nineteen years, but still. <laughs> Okie dokie. So we're saying Yaten. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Cheerio. Good day. Yo yo. <laughs> And we're another. <sighs> I was another one of the before school bunch. I, you know, flipping through TV at god a god awful o'clock. Six thirty in the morning dip. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Too early. Yep. But yeah, it was cool. I I saw it on Cartoon Network. Didn't really get into it though until I was part of a Sailor Moon musical group. And, it's, I, and I completely watched everything out of order. But, you know, still like it. It's good. Yeah, it's no my store. Better late than never. Mm-hmm. Next. Next. I'll go next. Hi, I'm Ranma. Uh, I got into Sailor Moon because I became an anime fan for a little bit. I saw commercials for it. It's like, came on at 6.30 in the morning, so I started watching it. I'm like, hey, I, this is pretty awesome. So, watched it. Leave five minutes to seven to catch that bus, to, to catch the bus to uh, school, and I started timing it so that I could catch like the ending theme and just like right before it ended, TV off, grab bag, run down, run out the door. <laughs> well, um, my name is Yosinex, and um, I got into Salem like right at the beginning. Like the, they had this pilot episode on a Saturday before they actually started the actual. Um, syndication and I remember seeing like these commercials for the dolls a, a few weeks beforehand I was like what is this this is like girl power rangers or something I didn't realize I was right back then but oh there you go um, I fell in love immediately as soon as she threw that tiara I said oh I love this this, this is like an RPG I need to obsess over it <laughs> here we are today 19 years later do, 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 do. Happy to see more people who actually got onto it before Cartoon Network. <laughs> Not that I'm bashing you Cartoon Network people, but it always <laughs> seems everybody I meet got into it with Cartoon Network, so... No, I awesome. think I got cable because Salem Moon moved to cable. It was on, like, on USA for a little while. Yeah, yep. it was. On the Action uh -huh. Extreme team. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they cut it even more than Deke already did. Yeah. Yes, they did. And you could probably find those 
those eye catches and stuff on uh, YouTube, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Alright, so everybody all introduced and helloed out? Yep. Yep. Okay, Hi. so. Sailor Moon Act 4. Woo! It brought a lot of feels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Still haven't made it through an episode without crying. Watch <laughs> <laughs> the four times. later tonight when I have my vlog posted about it. <laughs> it's gonna. This is our first episode where we see some significant changes from the manga. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there were still some that I was worried weren't going to be in there, like her tiara. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I like. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. Moonbride, I was pretty certain it wasn't going to appear because why are they going to reanimate all this stuff? And I was really surprised, but in a happy kind of way. Like, I was like, holy crap, they put the tiara in there. Oh my so, god, I was the same way. I totally did not expect them to actually upgrade her tiara, and they did, and I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was watching her transform, I'm like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? Please do it. Please do it. And then they. It cut off the transformation. I was so happy to see that. Really, happy. I thought it was great how they did it too. Yeah, I hope that they modify her transformation now to reflect that. You know, and like well, spice it great. up a little. I don't know if y'all noticed, but when Usagi used the transformation pen, became the princess. Did you happen to notice the tiara on her head? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They all had matched tiaras, actually. Mm-hmm. And they were all quite reminiscent of uh, Neo Queen Serenities. Yup. Yep. Uh-huh. I didn't know. They just were in different colors. Like they had their senshi color in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, and then there was Jedi. He didn't Jedi. die. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they want to go through and uh, show zombie Jedi. <laughs> I don't. Th- yeah, I think I, I. I think this could be like a, like a final four showdown, and then yeah. Daryl, something like that. Yeah, I think they're just gonna have him as a background character. Maybe give him a couple of lines here and there, but like after I watched the episode again today, I went and I read the manga, and they were showing dead Jed's dead Jedi in the manga. So I'm guessing this is a way to get away from you know, all of that. So I guess the, the it won't be as dark as people assumed it was going to be. Right. Well, it's the same way that, you know, she didn't get drunk this time. She just fell asleep. Though I was cracking up because I was like, uh, you didn't unhension. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I actually had to go back and double check because normally I read the reread the chapter during the commercial breaks, but Hulu was like only giving me one commercial each time, so I actually couldn't finish rereading it before the episode ended, but uh, I actually had to go back and double-check in the manga if she was still Sailor Moon or not when that happened. But she was. Yep. Uh-huh. It's the original anime where she wasn't. Exactly. She was just tired from her new attack, you know? That's... <laughs> a yeah, new attack that has like yet to be manga. named. Yeah. It didn't get a yeah, name. In, the ma- in the manga, she actually, you know, said the name of the attack. Right. Yeah, that was weird that she just did her uh, speech again. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's something like how, like, if you remember in the, in the original anime, like, the beginning of Supers, um, when she would use Moon Gorgeous Meditation, she didn't call it out until, like, the third episode. It was just, like, a, a simplified version of the attack. And same thing in Sailor Stars with, like, she had this these unnamed attacks, so maybe they'll give it a name later? Mm. Yeah, Probably. she might figure out a name for it later, because right yeah. now it was just, you know... Spur of the moment. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. the feels... <laughs> Nothing but feels. Well, I can tell you that I thought it was interesting that they opted away from her having alcohol, and they they actually set it up. This was all intentional because if you look in the manga, she was late to going to Crown because of being forced to stay after school because she failed another test. Yep. Uh-huh. They they and uh, in the episode they actually said that she fell asleep in class. And yep. they made a very big show of her being tired throughout the episode. Right. So I find it interesting that they intentionally took the alcohol out of the equation. I think that was a good thing, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was kind of random in the original manga that, oh, I need juice. Here, let's just grab this glass. I mean, Usagi is a ditz, but she has to know. Oh, this is served in a fancy glass. It's just a cup of juice, right? I actually went looking for the... (laughs) Then again, I am the one who somebody offered special brownies to, and I thought they were just being facetious. (laughs) Turns out they really were special brownies And they didn't tell me they really were Until I ate like five of them I just thought they were a really bad baker (laughs) Because they tasted horrible I was hungry It was at a convention, okay Oh boy That only means they didn't prepare them right Wait, wait, oh sorry, that's another (laughs) time Another time, sorry, sorry, sorry Oh gosh, I felt like such an idiot afterwards (laughs) Nice but um, I actually went onto YouTube, found the dub episode, and just kind of watched like the last five ten minutes of it, just kind of compare. They actually cut the scene where she actually picks up the glass. You just see her holding it, right, and falling backwards. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of, it was interesting. We were like peeing ourselves laughing because the um the scene where her and Tuxedo Common are dancing. Yep. He's he's holding one hand. He's holding her one hand, and then he's got like one arm around her, right? Yeah. And they're yeah. talking, and she goes to say something, and all of a sudden, a ma- magical third hand pops up and puts his finger over her lips, and we were like, just dying. Because when they pan back out again, he's still holding her her hand. Yes. Both of his hands are still occupied. I didn't notice. We were that. just like, yeah. wow, there's a lot of jokes that could be coming up here. <laughs> Let's talk about the first thing that pops up. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm going to edit my vlog. I'm going to have to keep an extra eye out for that now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's start from the beginning of the episode and work to the end uh, with your likes and dislikes. I like that Ray was actually playing Sailor V. Yeah, that was actually really excellent. And there yeah. were Ree and Ami feels. That was cool. I like yeah. that Obama was in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little, a little weird. <laughs> Speaking, I, I'm oh, guessing that the per- one of the animators or something is definitely very up on uh, American ongoings, considering we had the newspaper and the Borderlands. Yeah. Um, even though that console doesn't really exist, still, they put Borderlands in there. I was just amused by that. I mean, only other thing I can think of if that maybe Toei or Bandai or whatever actually has the rights to the series in Japan. That's the only thing I can think of. But the way they shot it, you couldn't tell. So they can kind of get away with it. Well, even in the original Sailor Moon manga and Sailor V manga, you can see, like, Street Fighter... Um, arcade machines in the background sometimes. You know, it's a little blurred out, but you could make out the Street Fighter logo. Yeah, just like this, you really only saw border, but it's right. the colors and font. And the blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, straight out of Borderlands. I would love to, to task our readers to let us know what two manga were pictured in the very beginning. She was sleeping on one, and there was a pile of other, of another one. It was labeled as Tamadachi. They usually throw things in, and I'd love to, to find out what Wait, those are, are alluding to. What, well, Tomodachi and Nakayoshi both have similar meanings, you know? Like, Tomodachi's friend, and then, like, Nakayoshi refers to, like, the act of being friends, of friendship in general, you know, getting along with others. So maybe it's a nod to that. Mm. Yeah? Just kind of a little play on words. Right, exactly. All right, so going back to uh, Ray, what did you think of her attitude change? I actually liked it, because to be perfectly honest, I understand friends fighting bigger, but that was just a, a little bit too much, you know? So I kind of liked how Ray was just like, well, it's Usagi being Usagi, you know? I don't know, because her entire attitude, not just the fact that, you know, about Usagi, I went back to read the manga, and she was, you know, spoiled brat in manga. Mm. Yeah. I don't know like if she, I necessarily she was talking. say a spoiled brat, but she was very snooty and yeah. very high of herself. Mm-hmm. And and you have to remember that, I mean, while she's been alone for a while, she is a politician's daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. But you got 
absolutely none of that. She just, you know, was very accepting. And that's, it was almost a little too off, I think. I agree with you. I'm hoping that it's more so she's, they have her trying to fit in better. And that we'll start seeing her actual personality sleep, uh, not sleep out, sneak, uh, sneak out in further episodes. And maybe she's just being polite at first. And you yeah. Know, yeah, if they decide to do, for example, like uh, the Casablanca one, you know, they can go into her, her past and everything at some point, you know? Yeah, it's just, you know, because going going back, she... You know, she talks down to Luna, but not really talking down to her, but more like, you know, like, why why am I doing this? Why am I here? What's going on? And there was none of that in the episode. Mm. Like, right. she didn't question at all why they were doing what they were doing. But you still get Luna's speech right. about why they're doing it. So it, it, it kind of, like, disconnected with the character because she is supposed to be... You know, that that independent person that, you know, she hasn't trusted friends yet. Mm-hmm. So just to have her go, oh, you know, that's Usagi and have her being so pally with Ami already. It's just, you know, it's nice to see, but it still seems a little bit off from, you know, what her character really is. Well, the, the other thing, though, is that we don't know exactly how much time passes between each episode. You know, maybe there was stuff that happens behind the scenes or in between or whatever, right? Yeah, because the manga did come out monthly, so you we got to assume it's like maybe a few weeks later, so on and so days, But still, I mean, this is her attitude in the manga, right. is that she's still questioning. So even if it is a month later, and they do allude to that in, uh, in the episode, mm-hmm. where she says something along the lines of, you know, with all, with everything we've been doing, and meanwhile she's... If you go by date, she's only been Sailor Mars for, you know, one episode and not even the whole episode at that. But she does say in the episode that, um, you know, with all that we've been doing and the evil and all of this, you know, you know, you don't you don't get that. They allude to the fact that it's been longer than one, you know, one week or two weeks or a month. But you still she's very easily becoming friends and just, you know, taking everything in stride, and that was totally not her. I almost wonder if they're trying to pull that in from when she realized she was Sailor Mars last time, because she seemed very isolated in having her powers, and then she saw that Usagi and Ami had powers, and she was like, they're different like me. So I'm wondering if they're trying to make her a little more accepting because she's just realizing she's not actually alone. They're just going at it faster than we'd anticipate. Uh-huh. I'm hoping she becomes like PGSM Mars because that's my absolute favorite version of Mars. Agreed. And the first time I actually genuinely liked Mars. <laughs> it, you know, it's very possible, too, that they're just trying to move along the storyline and they might go into her personality later. Like for right especially, now, they just need to move on. Especially uh-huh. rumors I've been hearing about Casablanca Memories getting animated proved true. Then we'll get a lot about uh, Ray in the anime. Alright, what if it's more like, you know, the manga has been out. The anime has been out. I mean, it's no secret that, you know, we sit here and we talk about how we like the characters, how they turn out and so forth. Well, maybe Naoko was like, you know, catching the drift through the internet what people thought of the character so maybe when she when this was coming being redone maybe this was part of it you know listening to the fans who knows people wanted Ray a little softer maybe maybe yeah or maybe, maybe that was her intention all along and she had been told you know there are certain archetypes she has to follow because if you do think about it there are very formulaic archetypes in in anime manga and and any sort of reading and we know at several occasions her publishers pushed her to do some some things to her manga that she didn't want to do yep mm-hmm. so i mean because it's always implied in every version that usagi and rei are incredibly close Mm-hmm. They are, and that's actually something. If you know the language, you can tell just when she talks to oh, Usagi. Yeah. She doesn't use any sort of suffix on her name, and that's just nope. something you 
in Japan, that you only do that if like you're super, super safe. You are super close. Yeah, I, I noticed also, also that Ray called Ami Ami Chan, which also indicates like some sort of level of closeness, you know. So I was surprised to hear her say that. You know? Yeah. 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 And I was happy to see the um, extra thumb animation was gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, now, after watching this, I actually pulled out uh, PGSM and started watching the corresponding episode. And I, episode. and I was just amused by it, because in live action, it's a Halloween uh, party. Usagi's running around dressed as a bear, a t- clung to Tuxedo Common, you know. <laughs> at least at the end, the speech was the same, but if you notice, there was no kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I th- there's so many people that have such, like, I, I don't want to say hypocritical views on certain things, but they're almost hypocritical views. Okay. Um, like this whole thing with Sailor Moon, it's like, oh, he kissed her without permission, and, like, this stuff online... Uh, I was I was reading a link to one of the cosplay forums where a guy was generally questioning why women would cosplay from Bible Black, and everybody that I was reading that you know disagreed with him that he shouldn't have been questioning them, basically stated that. You know, it's animated, and what happens in anime doesn't necessarily mean that you know that's what you're 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 implying it. That all of a sudden you are into you know rape and BDSM and things like that. But then these are the same people that are going, well, she's only fourteen, and you know he's forcing a kiss on her. You know, so honestly, it's with the scene, especially considering he's back to being in high school, not in yeah. college. It. it <laughs> They seemed a little bit more, he stole a kiss. It's not, I mean, yeah, consent should be there and all that and blah, 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 but it's still a more bloody, uh, bloody, wow, <laughs> screwing up <laughs> today. It's a blooming relationship that both of them are already going back and forth with. Right. And... I mean, isn't the next kiss one that she actually enforces also without permission? But if I recall correctly, I think you're correct. But there go. It's going to be the double standard. It's going to be like it's okay that she did it, but Tuxedo does it. It's wrong. Yeah, it's it, wrong because he, you know, he shouldn't be doing that. He should ask for permission. I just find the whole thing just. You know, oh, you know, this is bad, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is just anime, so it doesn't really matter. It's not like it's real life. As for Battle Black, those are just the cutest uniforms on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) I don't know. I have a real hard. I personally have a real hard time with that whole scene because I feel like I should be upset by it, but I'm not. Does that make any sense? to me, it does because we've read the manga, but even if we didn't, we have a better understanding of it because it's like storytelling. It's like a fantasy. It's like I mean, look at Snow White, for example. You know, mm-hmm. or Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to get technical, they already had a relationship. They just don't remember it right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that I brought up in the last podcast, too, where I was like, in the manga, you kind of get the feeling that he's actually having a flashback mm-hmm. um, when that scene happens. And to yeah. me, it just doesn't seem that sinister because he's actually like feeling like he knows her from somewhere. Like, he's like, I, I swear. Got that connection. He's, it's like, I swear I know you. I've seen you before. It, it, you know, I'm not translating it correctly, but you guys get the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm not the only one who always interpreted that line as being said by him. Because didn't Usagi seem to be thinking it as it was happening? Yes. yes. Yeah, and I always interpreted that as him thinking it in the manga. And yet they had Usagi thinking it in the latest episode. 
But she's getting uh, uh, visions and premonitions that she never had before. Yeah, Yeah. basically before it was him that you saw having dreams, I think, in the original anime. Yeah. Uh Um, And now she's the one having dreams. But, I mean, maybe they haven't gotten into Tuxedo yet. No, that's coming after Jupiter. Yeah, he's the act after her. Uh Yeah, I just find it funny going back to the original episode where he is having the dreams and all of that, you find out exactly why he's after the crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you already know that going into this episode in the original anime, um, why he's going after it, why he feels the need to, you know, all of his flashbacks and his dreams and the fact that he's trying to find himself. You already know that. And then in this episode... And this series, I mean, you're only on episode four, so they haven't really been able to get into all of that. So it, it's more when they, when you know, Luna asks, "Are you a friend or an enemy?" Um, which was Ami in the original anime, um, knowing that you know, in the original anime, well, you know, I'm trying to find who I am, and I'm trying to find a princess. It lets everybody else know, even if, you know, the senshi don't know that he is, he is a friend and it's okay. But for the people just starting to watch this that haven't, you know, haven't read the manga or haven't watched the original series, you have no idea who he is right now. You just know that he's after the crystal. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost more sinister when he goes, yes, maybe I am an enemy. Well, I'm looking through the manga right now, and uh, one of the very first scenes of his act will be the first time we see him having his dream of the princess. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you already said at the very beginning that this thing will contain I'm spoilers. Joking. <laughs> joking. I was looking at the manga myself as you said that, don't worry. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've got all of my manga stacked right next yeah. to me so that as I watch and everything, I can quickly reference. Yeah, I was going to say, who all... has their manga sitting next to them right now for the podcast? I've got all the volu- all the different editions, too, so that I can compare the original with the 10th anniversary and the 20th right. anniversary. <laughs> that should be required reading for each podcast. We have to all read the corresponding chapter. <laughs> Whoa, no. The pocket picks. That, that originally released, and then we have the new, the 10th anniversary. Yeah. I just need to finish <laughs> collecting the 20th anniversary ones. Yeah. They're so expensive to import. <laughs> I know. Well, we can't read Japanese, so yeah. we'll, we'll leave that to better people. Yeah, we don't get the 20th. <laughs> Except the 10th. We can so, only read Japanese here and there. So going back to this, you have in the manga um, basically the translator for Princess D all of a sudden disappears and becomes uh, Nephrite Shadow mm-hmm. uh, and goes into Princess D. In the original anime, because of the whole thing with Naru and Nephrite, you have her at the, at the party. You have him basically brainwashing her and then the shadow going from her to Princess D. In this episode, you have Nephrite dressed as a female uh, aide or whatever. And then his sh- you know, him turning back into Nephrite and then his shadow going into the princess. So what do you think about like the almost, you know... I guess the drasticness of the changes for that didn't bug me at all. I'm sorry, cool. there were there were some other drastic changes that blew me away far more than that. Then that that wasn't a big deal to me at all. I thought it was a big deal. I went back to the manga to see, and I was like, "Well, this this lady just disappeared." But I was happy to see that that he was basically, in essence, like cross dressing. It reminded me of like a, a Zoisite moment in the original anime. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. He was cross-dressing, and it was more of an illusion. Because he I didn't know, say the same hair, same hair color and everything, though. I don't know. That's why I kind of... I mean, the disguise, yeah, magic, of course. But still, you know, he could have been a male translator easily, you know, if he well, wanted to. Looking at it right now, the hair's a little bit shorter when he's disguised in the manga versus when he's 
out right. of disguise at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got more bangs as himself. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely a little bit back and forth between pages now, thanks. <laughs> and I don't think it was, like I said, because you actually see in the anime, you see the, the illusion come down. So it's uh-huh. not, I I don't really see it as a big deal. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, maybe it's just because we're saying Yaten fans, I have no idea, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> even if he is legit cross-dressing, I don't really... It's still well. Looking at the manga right now, I mean, he was cross-dressing in that because yeah. you see when the shadow actually enters um, Princess D, the clothing falls to the floor. Right. So, I mean, it. Um, just. I wasn't it, really going over the drastic change that he was dressing as a woman. My drastic change was, you know, the whole Naru, Nephrite thing. Uh, because going through that episode, um, if you haven't watched the previous couple of episodes, you really don't get like if you if you watch the old anime and just watch it as if you know for the key episodes, you miss a whole hell of a lot mm-hmm. during this episode because of the whole Naru and Nefrey thing. Right. You know the fact that she is even at the party in the first place. Whereas, the f- sorry, go on. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, whereas in PGSM, I believe it's her mom that's there instead. Well, she's yeah. like in the original anime. The only reason why Naru is there is she she says like I'm yeah. here in place of my mother. Right. So you know, I didn't go through and actually you know watch the new episode closely enough to see if she's actually in there or read the manga closely enough to see if her mother's actually in there. But I wouldn't be surprised. No. I don't think she was in. I was looking to see if Haruka and Michiru were hanging out somewhere there, though. <laughs> I was... I'm surprised no one's brought up the fact that Kenji is there. Oh, yeah, that's true. And that that was just pretty much in parallel from the from the anime original anime, except that I guess in the original he had the thirty millimeter, and in this he has a digital camera. So you know, mm-hmm. and he didn't right, lose any film. Right, but in PGSM she doesn't even have a dad <laughs> until the end. Yeah, they yeah. Just mention him. He's just always away. He's he's, he's busy there working. in the manga also. You just don't actually explicitly see him, but you see him getting ready to go. No, you see him in the manga at the party. Yeah. Yeah. Not seeing He's him. holding a cocktail. Yeah, and he, he sees Usagi and that whole line where, oh, you know, wait, I yes. hope she looks like Usagi. I hope Usagi, you know, I hope yeah, she yeah. grows to be a beautiful woman like her. Yep. He's got a su- stupid little drunk smirk on his face. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was flipping through, flipping through too fast to catch it at first. Okay. Okay, so... Are there any um, differences or similarities uh, from, you know, the old series, the manga, that, you know, that you were happy about? I loved her dress in pink. I, I really yeah, liked it, too. Really, really cute. I love the tiaras. The matching yes. tiaras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is actually in the manga, I think. Yeah, they all have little tiaras in the manga. Yeah. But they look a little different. They were like crowns or something. Yeah, right? they're just real basic. They look like little prom tiaras or something. Right. Yeah, and, and adorable. And don't forget Usagi, Ami, right? They all went in together. Whereas yeah. in the, in the original, they're standing outside trying to figure out a way in or how to get in, and Usagi just walks right on by, saying she's a princess of Ivanovich. Oh yeah, I was happy also that um, Usagi tried to like you you know abuse her Luna Pen at the beginning of the episode to become a marathon runner. Like that was a kind of <laughs> fun, cute little thing, you know. That was that was really cute. Yeah. And also, one more from PGSM: the fact that you know they're they're looking at dresses, and remember she doesn't have the pen. The cell phone gives her the ability to change into different outfits by just taking a picture of it and her just flipping through the different outfits that she wants to wear. Right. And she chooses a bear. <laughs> I uh-huh. know. Uh, 
I wonder if that's done more because, um, like, they don't, in PGSM, they don't have the illusion of, you know, oh, it's magic, so it's a different person. I mean, when they transform, they transform hair color, you know, and all of that. So it's not necessarily more recognizable. So I wonder if that's why she's, you know, fully covered head to toe in PGSM. So that's, it's like, oh, sure, princess, but no, you're you're definitely Usagi. Mm. I also found it amusing because in the manga, I always figured she was just wearing her communicator on her wrist in the dress, but it's totally her brooch. I, yeah, that's something else mm-hmm. I also noticed. You know, I thought that was. I thought it was her communicator too. No, I no, don't know. I'm, I'm looking at a picture, uh, still of it right now. It's totally her brooch. It is. Yeah, when you, well yeah, when you're actually well watching the the anime, it's it's her brooch. All of the communicators are a miniature version of her brooch. No, I mean it's got the Chris, uh, the gems, the little star in yeah. it inside of the gem, everything. Mm-hmm. Now that's I have to say to Toei, well played, well played. She is yeah. totally wearing her brooch on her wrist because she needs it to transform. In the manga, it is her communicator. She talks into it when she's falling. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is definitely her brooch, which is nice because it's not like, oh, well, where did you pull that from? Yeah. <laughs> Subspace pocket. <laughs> Hammer space. If you, if you look during the flashback in the middle of her transformation, just because this is where I first noticed it, or, well, right now, that's a still that I grabbed, um, her hand is on Tuxedo's mask's shoulder, and it's totally, totally her full-on brooch. It's bigger than the communicators and everything. Hmm. Oh, speaking of all that, though, I was happy to see her use the pen as and to, to become a little parasol, an umbrella, or whatever. Yeah, that was nice. That was good. Yeah, because you know I watched I the like... um, the original anime version, and Luna just like threw an umbrella at her, you know. But and, that was cute. And in live action, she had a bubble, bubble, and she already had the moon wand at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. She gets a moon wand in the first episode. Yep. Did you? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you, oh, okay. you gotta sell that. toys, you know? That's how you keep things going. For, yeah, she got the moon that. stick and used moon healing in the very first episode <laughs> I, in PGSM. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm a bad anime fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, that one's not an anime, so you get a pass. <laughs> Thank you, teacher. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Haruna. <laughs> So, so I noticed no one's talked about the elephant in the room so far. Elephant? Elephant? That we got to see all four generals at the oh. very end. Oh, right. And I they was introduced exactly just about to mention that. Yeah. And they all introduced <laughs> awesome. themselves, you know? <laughs> so much potential with that scene. So much. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we'll get a, a battle sequence like with the four sisters in the original anime or something. I don't know. They didn't see this see just. This just oh, like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this just kind of cemented my little bit of hope that we actually do get the generals and the uh, senshi together. Yeah, or something. I mean, after seeing Lara Conquista last year, you know, I, I they have to do something with that. I mean, they went into that whole Zoisite and Ami thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was, in the last act, Jedi made that comment about Rey being so beautiful, and even though he's never met her before, he feels attracted to her. Yeah. yeah. Which is very much in the same light as how Mamoru reacted to Saiki in the oh-so-scandalous kiss. Mm-hmm. So even though I love me some Zoisite Kunzite, I really would love to see the generals and the senshi. Yeah, I'm loving the change from the original anime where they're not whiny little bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe... Yeah, the Dark Kingdom is so much more interesting in Crystal than it has been in the original anime. PGSM, they were hilarious, yes, but they weren't really interesting. They were just... They were like the comic relief. It was so weird. And then in the manga, they die so fast, you don't really get to know them at all. Alright, so does anybody actually miss from the original anime, the whole Naru-Nephrite thing. I certainly don't. I don't know yet. Because, I mean, going through the next episode for the original would have been, you know, when she's finds out, figures out that she's in love with him, and then, you know, soon after that, they go for their, you know, 
he he starts manipulating her and then she saves his life and all of that um and then obviously the next episode of crystal is uh a storm arriving mm-hmm. and in the manga i believe it is jupiter that ends up killing nephrite or wounding him very, very much, right? It, basically, in the manga, each senshi um, teams up with their corresponding general. Like, Mars defeats Jedi. Um, yeah, he goes all zombie-faced. Yeah, um, I, I don't think you can have both. Basically, with the generals and their backstory and who they are paired up with in the manga, well, not necessarily the manga, but who... Naoku wanted them to be paired up with. We know the backstory, but it wasn't in the manga. You can't have both. You can't have Naru and Nephrite, and then Nephrite and Jupiter. Just like you can't, you have, can't have Zoisite and Kunzite with Jedi and Rey and Amy and right Zoisite. That that would just be way too confusing. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just, you know, I'm more questioning, um, do you think that they will do some sort of nod to the original anime in the next episode? Just, um, in this instance, I, I don't, in that Naru Nephrite thing, I don't think so. Maybe they could have her have a chocolate parfait somewhere, you know? And just oh. By herself. <laughs> wow. You went there. See, that's what I'm talking about. Will they have, you know, do you think they're going to have something to you know, just say, oh yeah, we remember the original, but, you know, we're not following that. Screw it. Maybe yeah. Usagi will introduce her groom self as Maxfield Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is me, this is my towel, and I'm throwing it. <laughs> I really hope that they do that as well. I mean, if we're talking about a cross-dressing, you know, Nephrite, then we need a cross-dressing Usagi. Because that was so cute in the manga. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, how about the total, total blatant in your face Usagi to going head over heels over women? I love it. Yeah, it's so cute. She's just <laughs> like talking about how beautiful some of the senshi are, and it's, it's like Amy oh. totally encouraging it. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> are you saying Ami is an enabler? Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, she tells Usagi, you should come on the bus ride with me. You'll see a really beautiful woman. <laughs> and Usagi's all like, beautiful woman, where? <laughs> Show me! <laughs> I love how blatant they're making it. It's really cute. Well, maybe, like in PGSM, um, yeah, Nefra, no, Zoisite, he started getting his memories back and tried to convince the Shinteno. It's like, this is not who we are. We're we're being loyal to the wrong people here. Maybe something like that might happen. You know? We'll see. It's possible. Yeah. I'm happy that Jedi is still alive because it is finally taking a step away from the original manga and we're not necessarily going to be able to predict everything now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I love the fact that it is staying so true and it is going almost frame for frame in a lot of spaces, but I'm happy to see it taking its own little bit of direction here. Yeah. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I really think the an- like, animation quality really went shot up a little bit more, so... I, yeah, it's, it seemed better this yeah. episode than it did the, the last one. <laughs> minus the third arm. Minus Tuxedo's third arm, but, you know. You, you do that, real that's, that's not necessarily an animation bloop, just as a continuity error. You see, <laughs> There's a well-drawn me. hand. There's a well-drawn hand. See, y'all gonna make me go back and rewatch the episode just to validate this. <laughs> What did you think about uh, the moon power this time and her actually getting some sort of, you know, sparkly little sequence when she changed into a princess? That was nice. That makes me think that um, they'll they'll do that with, um, with, with like Moon Twilight Flash, for example. You know, it was unnamed and it had a cool animation, but I feel like maybe it'll get a little bit more elaborate the next time she uses it. So maybe as the series progresses, you know, we'll see like more little tweaks and touches to some of their attacks. 
So I was happy to see a full-fledged moon power sequence. Well, it also seems like they don't have any of this animated in between episodes, so they could have very easily seen a bunch of people complaining that there wasn't anything. Yeah. It's like I have been saying before, I mean, I guess now they just need the time between each episode, you know, to do each one since they're not all done in advance. And it's like I said about Naoko, maybe the animators are actually on the internet, they're seeing what people are saying, and they're going back bringing this information to their supervisors and like, okay, let's try to go with this. Let's try to go with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, going back to uh, like the new anime versus the old anime, you've got the new anime, this being Act 4. You've got the old anime being Episode 22. Um, I actually found it as Episode 23, unless... Mine came up as 22. I can dig out the DVDs if you want to underneath all my manga. <laughs> <laughs> but either way. Yeah, either yeah. way, I mean, you're you're looking at, you know, anywhere between 15 and 18 episode difference. Depending on, because I know in the original run... For the U.S., there were a couple of episodes in there that we didn't get. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, you're still looking at 15-plus episode difference. Um, and just going by the titles, where the new episode is... Basically, the title is The Masquerade Dance. Uh, the Masquerade Dance Party. And you know that, you know, it's... The whole premises is of the plot is going to be, you know, the dance party and all of that. Whereas the new translated English for the old episode is Romance Under the Moon, Usagi's First Kiss. And that's what they, you know, that's what they were trying to emphasize with the episode title. Mm-hmm. So are you, because if you go back and you look, it is very much... I mean, it, as I said last week, uh, the older episodes seem to be seem to be very Usagi centric. Whereas, you know, you don't get the other girls going into the party with her, and they're stuck on the sidelines. Whereas this, it's it's pulling everybody in, so you know that it's a group effort. You know that it's about the senshi as a whole, and not just Ooh, Usagi's the main character. That has actually been one of my biggest hopes for Crystal, was the manga, while you did get a lot of character development for everyone, it was still centered around Usagi and Shibiusa, mm-hmm. and relationships that the two of them form with everybody else. And then the anime, it was almost purely just how everyone relates to Usagi, how Chibiusa relates to Usagi, and it was all about Usagi. And I mean, I love Usagi, but PGSM did it brilliantly with how much it developed the characters' friendships with each other. And Uh not just how they developed with Usagi. It was how all of them got along with each other. And even like them dealing with demons from their past. You know, that was really well done. I love that about PGSM. I loved the development and that has been the thing that I've been hoping most comes out of PGSM into Crystal is how beautifully they developed the characters except for Minako. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Making her an idol already, I felt totally took away a lot of her character, a lot of her passion, and then they killed her for no good reason. It wasn't even in battle, it was just to add drama. Mm-hmm. Well, I figured out how they portrayed Minako right away because it was the total opposite. Because in the anime, she wanted to be an idol. All right, here you are. And it seems like she's dealing with being an idol. She's dealing with sailor, being a sailor senshi. She's dealing with the fact that I'm just throwing it out that she probably has terminal cancer or brain cancer or something like that, and it turned her in kind of bitter and kind of resentful. Yeah, and I didn't like that because it totally was not her character to me, and everybody else I thought was absolutely brilliant. And I mean, even with what they did do to her, I guess it was a good development. I just felt it was a betrayal of the character herself. With what we see both in Sailor V and Sailor Moon, I felt that 
PGSM Minako was a betrayal to the character personally. But yeah, I mean, the way it, they it, developed everybody, and even the cold-shouldered Minako, the way she interacted and developed friendships with everyone was beautiful. And I hope, hope, hope we get that type of development in Crystal. And it kind of looks like we're going to. Yeah, because even even now you've got you know the whole Ray and Ami interacting without Usagi actually being there. And having conversations and being able to do something without, you know, oh my god, the main character. She's not here. You can't do anything. Yeah. I love that they're, that they are pulling that stuff in. And I hope that each of the characters are able to interact with, like, the other characters. Like, there wasn't, in PGSM, there wasn't a big, say, Mercury and Venus interaction. Right. Um, but there was a lot of Jupiter Mars interaction, and again, while there was a little bit of Jupiter um, Jupiter Venus interaction, nothing like in the original anime, mm-hmm. where you know the the two of them were besties. So I really hope it's more along the lines of you know everybody getting to be friends with everybody and not just these, because even in PGSM it was kind of clicky. Yeah, but you get that in real life, too. I mean, you can have a big group of friends where everybody is social and friends with each other, but they still may not particularly care to hang out with person Y as much as person Z. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just hoping that there's, you know, the interaction there, at least. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Because really, I mean, the the only person that Ami really interacted with in PGSM a lot was Usagi. And, you know, Mars just, you know, because they they had the whole storyline about that, where Mm -hmm. she felt that nobody really was paying any attention to her. Mm -hmm. So she ended up becoming Dark Mercury. But that also kind of fit with a particular type of character that they were developing for her, so... Yeah. having her kind of only cling to Usagi and think that she can only cling to Usagi did kind of fit a character type. Yeah, I'm just hoping that they they don't do that for the new series. Yeah, let's stick with Tuxedo Mask being brainwashed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't that a running theme? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, is there anything else, likes, dislikes, comparisons, changes, uh, you know, we've already covered the animation style, was there anything else that really stuck out and struck out like a chord to you guys? I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I think we covered just about everything else they can do. All right. Well, if there's nothing else in the actual episode, what did you think about the coming preview? It Yay! Was, it was I. <laughs> it was I. I'm excited. Don't tell me it was I. <laughs> this is me you're talking to. <laughs> Don't tell me it was I. <laughs> I'm excited to see Jupiter, but their next episode previews haven't wowed me with anything yet because it does seem to be so minimalist in what they have prepared by the time the prior episode mm-hmm. is aired. See, for me, I feel like the previews begin when, when the episodes are about to end, though. You know, we see her walking in the storm. That was really cool. Yeah. You know, just like the manga and exactly like PGSM as well. So I was really happy yeah, to that's- see that. That's what I see more of as a preview than the next time on. And I'm sure you guys have already covered it, but I love that the moonlight carries a message of love is still in the air. Yes. 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 (laughs) So, uh, the other thing. Obviously, with the scheduling, um, it's going to be three weeks this time instead of just our normal two. Is everybody going to be able to survive? Maybe we'll make it. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> we we are strong senshis. We can do this. I'm gonna see the musical. That's that's gonna keep me going. See, oh, you oh, shut up. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Shush. <laughs> well, I should be getting Sailor Moon toys in the mail, so I'll just play with those. Yeah, us too. Yeah, me yeah. too. Oh man, we should take the SH figures and like reenact the scenes from from Crystal. Like. My boyfriend keeps telling me I should end my vlogs doing crap like that, but that's you so should. much more. 
<laughs> no, you do, you pre-record it, and then when you finish your vlog, you edit it in at the end. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just I, know, it, I need to think of something better to end my vlogs with anyways, but... Playing with the fig arts is one of the ideas. Mm. <laughs> Playing right, with the so giant I'm... Luna pin would help. <laughs> God, that thing is ridiculously <laughs> huge. Mine is in the in the process of making it from Japan to America right now. Yeah, Mine is in the process of making here, it from yeah. Italy to here. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, you've got the Italian one. Yeah, I'm I, getting I the the, the Italian Korea one. Has has the new Japanese one, and she's going to be surprised when yeah, she opens that box. Oh, jeez. And you hold it in your hands and go, whoa. <laughs> this is not a pen. This is not a pen. Oh, God. So it's substantially bigger than the old one, huh? Well, we took pictures of it, and, like, even one of my friends commented on the picture and went, that's not what I thought it was. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Luna pen has always been the one toy that even made me raise my eyebrow. The wands, no, those don't make me think dildo, but that wand, or that stupid pen, oh, God. Yes, <laughs> yes, well, it is big enough to be one this time. Oh, God. So, I know that the new the new release, so with the, the transformation wands with the inner sedgy, that one actually looks the like it's, it's going to be the correct, the correct size. <laughs> so, we're looking forward to getting that one. Yeah, yeah, me too. I can't wait till those are released. Other than the money, but yeah. <laughs> yeah right. We already coughed up to our drug dealer in Japan, so. Yeah, yeah I haven't had to yet, but... I'm on they the got waiting. It reserved for me. I'm I'm on a waiting list with like 25 other people that that are getting them. So I managed uh, to snag spot one on my supplier. <laughs> we, we have to give a shout out to one of our friends in Japan because she made the mistake of opening her mouth this week. No, you can be that guy. Go ahead and send me money, and I'll buy you whatever you want. And I'm more <laughs> like, okay, you are. That was the same problem that my friend made. <laughs> when see, I, I missed people... out on a. I missed out on a pre-order. She's like, why didn't you ask me? I'm like, well, I didn't want to be that guy. And she's like, be that guy. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to regret this. <laughs> yeah, that's what we told our friend, too. We're like, you're, you're really going to regret, regret this. <laughs> but she comes home every year for Christmas. So basically, we are getting a giant, like, No, she's going to have to mail some of that back. Of Christmas. Christmas. I put that in quotation marks just so you guys, for the people that have no video. Christmas <laughs> presents. <laughs> one of which is a cutie moon rod. Nice. Proplica. The Proplica. Oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. It looks huge, and I love it. Uh, and apparently, you can get that one COD. She found that out because that actually is our Christmas present from her. She's like, yeah, I found out I can do COD. Whoa, happy Christmas. Right, thank we you. We were like, awesome. <laughs> but anyway, back to back to this. I, I, I still want to say, though, I, I'm really surprised that they are not releasing toys as they show up. Because really and truly, that would fund this thing. Yeah. yeah. I'd already be broke and having to foreclose on my brand new home. and. <laughs> Tim would leave me. <laughs> opportunity missed. So, yeah. if by any chance anyone from Japan is listening to this, you guys missed it. You yeah, missed it big you time. You missed the boat. And stop releasing classic toys. Start releasing crystal toys. Oh, no, release both. Release both. Release both. I can't <laughs> afford both. Release all the toys. Release the Kraken. Release the. Release this. Okay, oh, finish with the propicas, but move on to crystal. Okay, so are we are are we set? <laughs> are I guess we we're... done? I think so. I got a pack. <laughs> I think so, Brian. All right. Thanks for listening. Our podcast runs every other week and will usually be posted before the weekend. Catch us on iTunes and visit our Facebook group at the Crystal Chronicles. You can check out our website too at thecrystalchronicles.com where we'll be posting news, information, and episode breakdowns. And does everybody want to give uh, a little a little thing on where they can be found? Well, I'm pretty much everywhere as Alcrea. A-L-K-R-E-A. I think I spelled that right. I'm okay. worried if it didn't. You can find us on Facebook, our cosplay page with all of Sailor Moon goodness is um, 
Kinmoku Revolution. I almost forgot who we were. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's as bad as me forgetting if I spelled my name right. <laughs> business side, where you can get all the Sailor Moon goodies, is starlet.creations. Um, you can find me on gorobonow.com. That's where I write reviews on Sailor Moon episodes, on video games, and so on. And Xbox Live, PSN, it's just Yosinex. I just use my first name for everything. I don't care. Yeah. Because technically on Facebook, I'm Elkrea Cosplay. Yep. Um, you can find me and Mako on Anime Jam Session every Tuesday on VOG, so 9.30 p.m. Give us a listen. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I enjoyed it. Thank you. We have fun. Yep, definitely. All right. And Sailor Moon says, see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>